Slaying self-doubt is a vision from God to empower black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to walk into their God-given purpose. I use my platform to inspire, encourage, and uplift. I will also use my platform and my voice to take a stand and encourage action at this critical time. I stand with other podcasters so that we can combine our voices to take a stance against racism and police brutality. Enough is enough. There's several ways that you can get involved and use your voice. I'll make sure I put that information in the the show notes. You're listening to the Slaying Self Doubt podcast, where we empower Black women to overcome their fears, doubts, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Jacqueline Stewart is a mental health and support coach who supports moms, wives, and women who are ready to break emotional and spiritual chains. She encourages you to keep your mental health intact by prioritizing your life, praying daily, setting boundaries, and pursuing your purpose. Join us as we talk about her journey and how she parents with love. Welcome back to another episode of Slaying Self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Jacqueline Stewart from Mom, Wives, and Women Mental Health Support Coaching. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for agreeing to be on the podcast today. Well, look, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. So this is going to be a really good conversation. We're going to talk a little bit about your own personal journey, but also one of the things that stood out to me um, in a part of this uh, woman series that I'm doing is um, about the fact that you are a parent of special needs children. And I think that that's something that's very, very important, especially in our um, culture about, you know, recognizing the signs, how it impacts your family, how it impacts yeah. you, how you feel, how the kids feel. Um, so I definitely think it's a conversation that we, you know, we're definitely going to have today, but I definitely wanted you to start out telling us uh, a little bit about yourself and about your business. Okay. Well, of course, like you already said, I'm a mom um, of two children. I have a son on the autism spectrum disorder and I have a daughter with attention deficit disorder. Um, Also, my nine to five job is also working with families who have children with behavior challenges. Um, They may also have a developmental delay as well as a mental illness. And of course, I'm a wife. I'm a military spouse. um, So uh, rooting to all of you military spouses out there. Um, I know what it's like when you have to, your husband is gone or your spouse is gone and, you know, you may be dealing with a little bit of anxiety. Um, Not just that, of course, uh, the mental health and support coach, but I'm a minister as well, which I've been in the ministry for about six years. So I absolutely love serving people. I'm an author. Um, I love to empower people and and motivate them. And I'm also a um, short film writer. There are so many things You got a whole bunch of stuff up underneath (laughs) your sleeve. (laughs) Right. And also, which I'm taking a break right now due to the um, passing of my sister and my nephew and close cousin. I'm also a clinical mental health um, counseling grad student as well. So this quarter, I'm taking a break. And um, there are so many things that I do. But ultimately, in everything that I do, my heart is to serve people. Mm. Yes, that is amazing. So what led you to start your support, um, kind of the support, to, what led you to start coaching and supporting other people? 
Right. So, of course, you already know, like I just said, um, I'm a minister. I've been a licensed minister for six years or so. So it, it kind of just started with um, serving people, wanting to help people to heal emotionally, mentally mm. and spiritually so that they can move forward physically into their destinies. And yeah. then, of course, I've been working for a few years um, with families who have children again, with behavior challenges, uh, mental illnesses, developmental delay. And I know what it's like to go into the homes and many people, they know that there's something different about their child. Which mm. I like to call it a difference instead of, you know, a problem. Yeah. So many people know that there's a difference about their child. But one thing that I've noticed, especially in the African-American community, is that we are, um, ashamed to get help for our children yeah. we are ashamed to um really identify the difference that our children are going through and so um that is one reason um that you know i am in this field that i'm in right now as far as mental health and support coaching um because i work with people like that on a daily basis but not just that um, I know what it's like myself to go through psychological distress or some kind of mental illness or issue. I know yeah. what it's like to have gone through that, dealing with depression, mm. anxiety, fear, suicidal thoughts. I've been there. I've done that. And even on a daily basis, I still have to keep my mind intact yes, because if I don't, <laughs> I'll go insane. Yeah. And, and so... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, that's a part of the journey. People think that it just stops once you get help or right. once you reach out to somebody. No, it's a daily task to stay focused and stay stay on the right because it's very easy you know right. I tell people all the time saying you know slaying self-doubt is a journey it doesn't take much you know I could have a mm -hmm. great day and the very next day something could discourage me and then that thing take me about two weeks to get back on track you know right. because you got to build yourself up um and I think that um it, it just, I think that's one of the biggest things. I love how you say that, it, you know, as parents that we notice that there's something different, um, mm -hmm. not that there's an issue and not that there's a problem because a lot of times society will tell you that, that, that there's a problem with, right. Or they tell you what normal looks like. You know, how do we know mm -hmm. that, you know, what we see is not what's actually normal? What if, you right. know, it's the opposite way. We just, you know, we honestly don't know. And I think that that is, you know, really um, commendable for what you do to be able to be an advocate for the, 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 the children and for the adults, because right. not really being able to say the words or be able to like, like struggling to be able to get the help, like you're doing the work for them. So I definitely right. that. Um, so in your journey with all these different hats and <laughs> everything that you do, how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the Slaying Self Doll family today at www.felishawallace.com. That's www.philicialace.com. Um, you know what? It's it's sometimes it can be easy for self doubt to show up, especially if, um when we become wives and mothers um, and we're women that wear so many hats, we can kind of lose ourselves along mm, the journey. Yeah. And I believe that's when the self doubt comes in because I will be honest with you. Um, there was one day I woke up and I didn't even recognize who I was, mm. you know, the Jackie that I used to be that strong individual, that determined individual, that individual where, you know, I was assertive, you know, yeah. I really didn't take no crap, you know, but 
somewhere along the way, you know, I lost myself in becoming a wife and a mother. Mm. And I had to realize that um, I had to find myself again. So when we lose ourselves and when we don't know who we are, that is when that self-doubt can creep in and come in and destroy if we don't watch it. It can destroy the destiny and the purpose and the plan that God has for us. So I have Mm. definitely been there and I understand how that self-doubt can creep in and how it can beat you across the head. It can drive you into depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. fear, suicidal thoughts, and all those kind of things. Yeah. So it's important that we, we, we take hold of it and get help if we need it. Yeah. You know, it's nothing wrong with seeking help. I'll be honest with saying that I've been to counseling before, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, you know, I'm grateful that I made that decision to do that. Yeah. But you know what really helped me um, to come out of my journey of self-doubt, if you don't mind me saying oh, yes, it. This, and, I, yes. and I say this uh, many of times um, to women. And, of course, when I do these podcast interviews, I always, I always say this. Number one, I had to learn how to prioritize my life. Ooh. I had to learn how to say no to people. Yes. And even as a minister, I had to learn that. Um, just because I'm a minister, that doesn't mean that I have to look like somebody else. I don't have to sound like wow. I'm, my, yeah. I'm my own person. I have mm. my own identity. Yeah. God has given me my purpose, my assignment. Yeah. You know, he has cre- created me to be who I am. And so, you know, I had to learn how to prioritize my life, say no, not try to compare myself to anybody or feel yes. like that I have to be anybody else. And then number two, I had to make sure that I continue to pray, mm-hmm. that I, I continue to meditate, you know, take that time of self-care for myself. Yeah. And then, of course, number three, um, I'm setting boundaries. I have to be mindful of who, who am I connected to? Yeah. Am I connected to people that love to gossip? Am I connected to people that are always jealous and like to pull other people down? Am I connected that's to draining. people that are, that's draining. Am yeah. I connected to people that love to fight and that, that, that always um, like to be the center of some kind of mess? Am I connected to people that don't even want to know what their journey, their calling and their purpose is? Mm. The only thing that they want to do is um, just be a lackey. They're fine where they are. They're not trying to strive for better. And then number four, of course, I I had to make sure, um, that I myself was determined to pursue my purpose, you know, making sure that I'm connected with other purpose minded people. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to throw in a fifth one, making sure that I'm not being a people pleaser, which is so important because it can exhaust you and drive your, you crazy when you're so busy trying to please people only because you want to be liked. And then by the end of the day, you find out that um, no matter how much that you do, how, no matter how much people pleasing that you're trying to do, people are still going to think of you how they want to think of you. And they're still going to treat you how they want to treat you. And so those are some things that have helped to pull me out of that self-doubt. And yes. to set me back on my journey and, and has helped me to continue to move forward in the purpose that God has for me. That right there, you, you, <laughs> listen, that is all it is all wrapped up. Each one of those things takes work. It takes steps. I, and to wrap it all up, you said making yourself a priority. And that looks mm-hmm. different for every single person. For everybody. But you have to you have to be willing to do that. And that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that when you make yourself a priority, your husband isn't important, your kids are not important, right. your job isn't important, your purpose isn't important. What it means is that you prioritize the things that 
come into your life, the people that come into your life based on where you are in the season that you are. Right. Like you said, if you overextend yourself in one area, you're lacking in another area and you have right. to be able to be, you got to be able to say no. So right. one, no is like the most difficult thing to say, which sounds weird, right? Because, <laughs> um, you hear people, um, use this reference all the time that when we're kids and when babies are born, they say no to everything. <laughs> they don't right. want to say nothing. It's theirs. You teach them to share. You teach them. So it's a, you know, it's crazy that now as adults, we have to kind of revert back to be able to say like, no, this is my time. No, mm-hmm. I cannot do that. And, and me saying no, doesn't mean that I don't value you. It doesn't mean that right. I love you. It means that right now what I need for me is I need to spend some time with my husband. I need to spend some time with my kids. I need to right. take a bath or, or a nap or read a book or do something that um, fulfills me in a way that doesn't necessarily mean that you are included in that. And I think that sometimes we feel guilty for saying no, because we feel like we're disappointing the other person. And I think right. we have to rid ourselves of that feeling because I can guarantee you, it's people that tell you no all the time and don't and don't think nothing, don't think about, nothing it. about it. They just like, nah, I can't do that. And you be like, oh, okay, you know. Um, but right. I think it's about you having to, you got to focus on you. You ain't right. put yourself first. And when you do that, it makes things a whole lot easier um, for you just kind of going forward in this whole, in the, in this whole journey of like self-awareness and, you know, slaying your self-doubt and your self-love journey, you have to choose you. Otherwise other people's uh, agendas will come in other people's mm-hmm. plans. That's how you get caught up doing stuff. you be like, how did I even end up doing, I don't even like doing this, but it's because your friend like doing it and you've been saying yes so much. That right. You don't even realize that like, this person they're being fulfilled and you're not and so you right be able to cut that thing off and um i've said this before on the podcast like one of the things that you said about being who you're connected to like if you want to change your circle you have to change your circle period right you can't Mm -hmm. expect for those people to automatically like sometimes people will leave your life sometimes god will make a thing happen where that person is poop gone sometimes you have to do the work and you have to see whether or not this person is adding value to my life and whether at the level that i'm going to or where i'm about to go can they come with me because everybody isn't meant to be on your journey with you you are dragging some people and that's even more work because you try and get them mm-hmm. to catch up and they like, no, nah, I'm good with being right here. Like, right. And uh, so those, I thank you for all of that. That was, that was, <laughs> that was good. So what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before? Do you want a daily reminder that we are on this journey together? The Slain Self-Doubt Apparel and Accessory Line is your everyday reminder that we are finding our fears and slaying them. Click the link in the show notes to start shopping today. You know, I've I've just learned that I'm determined and Mm. um, I'm not going to let anyone or anything stop me from pursuing my purpose. You know, I'm not here to please nobody but God. And yep. if anybody tries to step in the way of, of me pleasing him or my purpose, then they just have to move out of the way. Yes, but ma'am. I'm determined. You know, I've had those times where I didn't know if I was going to pull through. You yeah. know, I, was, I, I, I didn't know if I was going to make it another day, another minute, another right. second, another hour. I didn't know if I was going to 
you know, pull off a, a um, creative activity, or if I was going to pull off writing a book, or if I was going to pull off doing a play or doing a, a short film or, you know, whatever it yeah. is, you know, I, I didn't know, but you know, there's just something that rises up in me that, you know, that speaks to me and just tells me to keep going. So, mm. you know, I'm determined no matter who supports me, no matter who doesn't support me. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just one of those people where I'm going to move forward. And I'm just grateful that God has given that me that confidence and that boldness to yeah. do that. And that's, you know, a, so. yeah, that's a, that is, that is good because that is literally the, you know, the opposite and not in full, full fullness, but being mm-hmm. determined and, and keeping going, even when stuff is difficult is right. The, the, the the goal of slaying self-doubt because doubt is going to come up. Stuff is going to come up. That's going to distract you. Stuff is going to come up. That's going to be like, are you sure that this is what you're supposed to be doing? You're going to have moments of imposter syndrome, but when you do it anyway, when you, that's Mm -hmm. when you're able to get everything that you're supposed to get because it's at the other end of all of that, all of that, confusion all of that anxiety all of that stress you feel so much better doing it and and even when you think about like telling your kids like just try you know do it and see what happens Mm -hmm. and then when you watch when you watch other people do something and they're striving for something and they actually do it they are so excited and then they feel like they can do it again Mm -hmm. and so that you have to you got to keep doing it because that's the practice for the whatever the bigger assignment is, you know. So right. if you're doing it and you're saying like, "Oh no, I can do that. This is okay. I, I did it once. Okay, I'm gonna try it again," you know. And then you got it right. And so I think that being that is that is great that you were able to learn that and be able to see it because you being determined and realizing that nobody's going to stand in, in your way allows right. you to be able to bless the people that you are connected to. Because for right. me you know, that's a goal that I have, you know, to be very determined and to keep going even when self-doubt kicks in. Um, But this is a journey and I have some seasons where I do very well and other seasons where not so much. But what I have to remind myself is is that if you do not move forward, if you are not determined to finish the assignment that God has given you, somebody is going to miss something because you did not do your job. Right. And that's really what it boils down to. Yes. Think of all the people that are are assigned to your life yes. and that are waiting on you to fulfill the purpose to call the assignment that God has placed in your heart and hands to do. Yes. You know, those people are waiting on you. Those people's it's all and I and I know this is kind of maybe far fetched, but those people's lives are in your hands. No, that you know no, what I'm saying? You're absolutely right. Yes, they're 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 a word that you may speak can can lift them up. Mm-hmm. Maybe it can bring them out of suicide. Yes. Maybe it can catapult them into their purpose. Yeah. They're waiting on you to fulfill what it yeah. is that God has given you, but we're too busy. Number one, we're afraid of what people are gonna say. Yeah. We we think that we don't have the goods. We we're we're looking at our especially women. We're the worst. We, we'll yeah. say, well, my hair doesn't look like this. I don't have these. Your yeah, eyebrows is messed up. My you teeth just... looking like this. And, you know, I uh, be honest with you, I was reading something under somebody else's um post the other day, or or no, I was watching a live and somebody was saying how they wanted to step out, but their teeth, you mm. know, they had issues with their teeth. 
you know, and look, and the devil is speaking it in. Yes. I'm sorry if I'm getting a little bit too spiritual, no, that's a little not bit right. too deep. <laughs> but the devil is whispering in your ear, talking about, girl, your forehead too big. Right. Girl, look at yes. you. You got that gap in your mouth, girl. Because I got a gap. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got a gap. So, or, or girl, your hair, you don't have the best clothes, and you don't have this, and you don't have. Yes, and ma'am. you are allowing the devil to talk you out of your God given purpose. You and is destiny. preaching a day. Yes, and not ma'am. only if you could just walk forward in what God has called you to do, not only is it going to be a blessing to you, but it's going to be a blessing to your children, mm. your children's children. It's going to be an, an, an inheritance yes. on down the line. Yeah. And the enemy knows that. And that's Which why is why he's trying to stop you. Free. Ma'am. Yes. Yes. Every, you know, um, I've been doing this for quite some time. And, you know, my listeners know my, my story that one of the things that I struggle from in the very beginning of this is that I have Bell's palsy. I had it like three times, like okay. back to back over in, in like a five year span. And I was just so self-conscious about doing videos and even like doing the podcast initially, because I still have a little, uh, like a slur sometimes depending on what I say just because my you know part of my face is still Mm -hmm. kind of paralyzed right and so it was like the biggest thing that kind of held me back I you know I was so proud of myself I want to say maybe it's the end of last year it's on the beginning of this year I started Mm. recording videos and actually putting them out there um and I just once I did it it was just like oh I guess it's not that bad and then I did it again and then I did it again and I'm just like I'm standing in my own way and people, you know, like God gave this to, I know that this is God given, like slaying mm-hmm, self doubt mm-hmm. came from him. This is his vision, but I am the example. So I'm showing you that even in my mess, even in my insecurities, even yeah. in my fear, I am doing it anyway. Like I, every right. time I do a podcast interview, every time I pod, like record myself, I am nervous because I feel like there's a piece of me that's like I'm putting out into the world. And I'm just like, is it going to be receivable? Is it not? Mm. But when I'm done with it, it's like my own yeah. personal therapy where I'm just like, oh, I needed to get that off my chest. <laughs> right. And you know what's so crazy? When you get it out, see, while you're doing it, you, you got all these thoughts in your head mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I sounded crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. this didn't come out right. And this, this, you know, we have all the, but then when you go back and look and listen to it, you see how powerful it yes. is and how great it really was. Yes. And you know, one thing that God told me, even when I became a minister and I, I'm not going to like, cause I'm an introvert, you know? And it's so funny because a lot of people, when I get on the stage or speak, what they don't see that I'm yeah. an introvert, you know, they, yeah. they always say, Oh, you're, I don't see that you're nervous. You know, you know, you're made for this, you know, all of these things. But um, look, I'm losing my train of thought. What what, what was I gonna say? I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, you were saying that when you uh preach, uh oh yes, yes. And so what I'm saying is it's not when you go back and you speak to people when you when you do the call of God for your life and you're yeah. opening up your mouth. Okay, this is what I was saying. Okay, God is bringing it back. <laughs> I mean, when I first thought I was so afraid, and you know what God told me, He said just open your mouth. Wow. Just open your mouth. Mm. And so I want to encourage you and even other women out there, 
just open your mouth. Yes, yeah. Because once you open your mouth, once you follow Jesus, once you do what you're called to do, God is going to do the rest. Yes, ma'am. And it's going to be a blessing to so many people. It you're going to be relatable to so many people. You have people that you're called to. There are people that, that, that may not relate to me that may relate to you. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. And so just open your mouth. Just, you know, do what's in your hands to do. Yeah. God's going to bless it and he's going to honor your obedience. Yes, he is. I have a um, saying on my wall. I was doing a, a devotional one day and I can't even remember what it was about, but the, you know, it was like a 21 day one or something. And one of the days stuck out to me um, is Judges 614. Uh, it says, go with the strength you have some other stuff but it basically says go with the strength you have i am sending mm, you and right. i remind myself every day like he asking you for the world he asking you for what you got which reminds you, you that got. you have you you have everything you need already in your hands right he's saying i am sending you that's mm-hmm. enough if mm-hmm. he's sending you out there, he will give you everything else that you need right. and supply all all your needs, all everything that you want. If you just go with the strength you have. And so I just right. remind myself that, you know, that's part of my daily affirmation. I'm like, okay, child, we gonna go. That's what, we going, Lord. That's, that's what you right. saying. It's yep. in your word. So I'm just going to go. Oh, man. Before we get off a topic, because I can see, we <laughs> listen, we're going to have to do this again about something completely different, you know? Um, but so in, in the realm of talking about, you know, motherhood and parenting and um, just being that source, not only for ourselves. So like when you do the, the work for yourself, you show up so much more differently for your kids because your yeah. stuff is out of the way. And so you're able to see with a clear mind and, you know, like, a, you know, just a clear headspace to be able to um, work with them in a way that you it's a little bit different, right? And so being a parent of um, kids who have special needs, how do you handle the emotional impact on both you and your kids? Because I can imagine, you know, uh, so my youngest son has vitiligo. I have vitiligo Mm -hmm. too. And so when Mm -hmm. he was younger, he didn't really know what it was. I, you know, we went to the dermatologist and for those that don't mm-hmm. know what vitiligo is, it's uh, like a hyperpigmentation. So like the melanin in your skin um, basically disappears. There's no reason for it. The only thing they say is that it's hereditary it's in your gene line somewhere. Um, and I have them, but they're in places nobody could see. Like they're starting to like spread a little, but I've Nobody could see it. You wouldn't know by looking at me that I had vitiligo, but he has it. And it started like on Mm -hmm. his legs. And for me in the beginning, I felt so bad because one, I was just like, I did this, right? Because his dad doesn't have it. I have it. And so in my mind, I'm like, Mm. not only did he inherit my vitiligo, he also inherited my asthma and my allergies. And I'm just like, what in the world? You know? And so I had this mom guilt of like, let me try to fix all like mm. let me try to fix it as best as I can. Well, if anybody knows anything about vitiligo, unless you plan on spending a whole lot of money or changing your whole complexion, it don't go away. It just like pop up, disappear. We try like different medications or 
um, steroid skin, like a topical steroid, one would go away, another mm. one would pop up somewhere else. And so I just had to have a conversation with him to let him know, probably when he was like in the second grade, because by that time, people, kids were starting mm. to ask, like, what's wrong? And so and I had to tell him, you have been mm. go, and I showed him mine. And I just said, it's just a skin condition. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, you're, you're completely fine. It's not going to, you know, at this point, it's not going to go away. I just want you to know what it is. But as they start popping up, what do you want to do? And he just was like, I mean, I don't care. It's just skin. And so I'm like, okay. And so he's in the fourth grade now. So two years have passed. And now, you know, it's on his hands. It's on his wrist. It's starting to pop up mm. a little bit on his face. And I'm just like, I just know how advanced we are in some areas and not so advanced yeah. in other areas and the world is still very cruel and so I want to protect him yes. but I'm like I literally cannot do anything about this this is who he yeah. is how do mm-hmm. I remove that guilt but also empower him to like be who you are and it's difficult because <laughs> I do slay self-doubt right and then you got to figure out right. how even if you're empowering all these people you go home and you're like I got to put work into here right and it's different because mm-hmm. it's, it's your baby it's your baby right well of course um my son is five the one that has autism spectrum disorder but so He's not at the age where he really even understands that he's different. Okay. Um, Of course, he's in a regular um, classroom setting, Mm -hmm. but he does have a special education teacher. He he does have um, an individualized education plan. Okay. You know, but he's at that age where for him, he's, you know, he's normal. He's just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. However, now when it comes to my third grader, now when we learn... Actually, she's in third grade this year. We learned actually this year that she has autism. I mean, attention deficit disorder. Okay. Um, We knew, I mean, when she was in pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, first grade. Now we knew that her different teachers at that time would say, Mm -hmm. okay, well, it's kind of hard for her her to focus, but we're thinking, okay, this is just a kid thing. She'll go out of it. Or she bored, right? Right. Third grade (laughs) kicked our butt. And Mm. that's when we realized, you know, her teachers were paying attention to her more. We were paying attention. And then we began to realize, okay, we need to take her to the doctor and kind of see what's going on with her. And then that's when we realized that she has attention deficit disorder. Now that same guilt that you have, Mm -hmm. it's it's, it's funny because now I didn't necessarily have have that guilt, but my husband on the Mm. other end, I think he dealt with it for a period of time because he had issues in school focusing. Uh, He had, uh, kind of you know some of the things that my, my my son has and so on his end he felt as if though they got it from him yeah so he dealt with those things um however you know as parents of course you know like you said we man we we, we worry we're concerned about yeah. our children we're concerned how the world will perceive them but you know what what I do with my kids of course I don't I, I don't know um the thing, uh, the, the vitiligo issue, I've never, any of my kids have never, you know, faced that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of different. But however, I focus on the strengths of my children. Wow. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily, okay, um, I'm, I'm, they know that they're different. Yeah. Okay? I don't mind letting them know, hey, you're different. You're a different child. Yeah. However, 
we're going to focus on your strength. Yeah. See, because my autistic son is, is super smart. Yeah. He can sit down and grab a computer or an iPad or anything and figure it out just like that. Yeah. I can give him direction step by step and boom, he hits every direction that I've given him every step. Yeah. However, so that's his, those are some strong points for him. Mm -hmm. So we tend to push him uh, up to his strong points. And of course we speak into his life. Yeah. Where yeah. do we see him as? I see my son as somebody one day that's owning some kind of big business. Yeah. He's a leader. Yeah. I see that in him, even though he's autistic, yeah. he's a leader. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to push you pad. I'm going to push you to your strengths mm. at the same time while working with your weaknesses. Yeah. Okay. And even with my daughter. Now on the other end, I can tell my daughter to do A, B, and C, and I will be surprised if A gets done because mm -hmm. she has an issue with focusing. Right. However, my child is great when it comes to the arts. She yeah. can dance. She mm -hmm. loves dancing, singing, drawing, and all of those things. So we make sure to push her again to those things that are, that are her strengths, yeah. which are the arts. And then we work with her on those things that are her weaknesses, which are which is schoolwork and different things like that. And so um, I think it's, of course, normal for us to kind of have that mommy guilt or that, yeah. that parent guilt. Yeah. It's normal for us to have that fear. Mm -hmm. um, however... I think it's just very important that we focus on the strengths of our children yeah. more so than the weaknesses, but um, as well as to um, making sure that we're addressing those weaknesses as well, yeah. making sure that we have the right tools set in place for them. Um, just like for my son. Now he doesn't chew his food. The only thing that he eats is oatmeal. Okay. He has a texture issue. Okay. So he doesn't know how to chew. That's something that we're working on him. We're, we're having him to try different foods and teaching him how to chew and different things like that. But however, we also make sure that we're advocates in the school system for yes. our children. Yeah. We make sure that we, we have tools available. If he needs to work with um, a nutritionist or, you know, different things like that. We make sure that we connect with the tools or the um, agencies that are available to help our children yeah. develop. And I think that's very key that you say about pushing. Um, like that's important that we pushed our kids towards their strengths because sometimes it's very easy, even as adults, right? We right. focus so much on what's not happening that we we're blinded by what is happening. What is, you know, what right. Is. Like, like even what I said, like having to let him know that because that was something that was visible, that visibly people are changing, visibly right. changing. You know, he needs to know, you know, the things that are happening, but his strength in, in just kind of being like, I don't care. Like once he right. knew what it was, he was able to take it. And when you said something about, you know, your husband having said, my husband is the same way. He's just like, I don't want it to be on his face. And, I don't want it to be here and I just tell him like I mean okay I don't I mean I don't know what to tell you like we can't, we can't stop where it's going and I, and I right. totally get it but I want you to make him feel comfortable as best as you mm -hmm. can because he's the one who has it you know what I mean and he right. I don't want him to feel different here or feel like it's something wrong with him and so you know we don't you know now that he's aware of it we don't 
when I say like pay attention to it, like it's not a topic of discussion anymore where we have to like make it known. Sometimes he'll come to right. me, oh, I got a new spot. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so he's starting to get one like in his hair. And so mm-hmm. I said, well, I would just let you know, you know, that spot, your hair will probably change color too. And he was like, really? I was like, it may take some time, but it might, I don't know. You, you know, you'll just see. He was just like, oh, okay. And so he was like, right. I like a little, like a little uh, patch right there. I was like, maybe, but you know, I'm like, I don't know. You, it could stop tomorrow and then mm-hmm. come back up when you're in your twenties. I have no idea. Like, but that's not our focus. Like you said, focus on the things that you're good. Like the things strengths, yeah. And what's what's happening because this will be here, and we will deal with whatever comes up as it comes. But let's right. got to keep moving because otherwise you'll just stay in that same spe- same spot just right there feeling sorry for yourself or you know feeling bad about it and that's not that's not a life to live right and guess what children focus on what we focus on as parents yeah yeah so if you just if if you don't make it out to be a big deal and you just teach them hey yeah you're different yeah okay so what that's an awesome thing to be different so let's focus on the things that you know that you're strong at right because i guarantee your son will be a productive citizen Mm -hmm. he will find love yeah he will uh you know be able to pursue his purpose and so really when we think about about the vitiligo it's such a small percentage of really who you know, he will be. Yeah. Yeah. And so just focusing again, focusing on the strengths and not, um, us as parents blowing it up as if there's something wrong, Yeah, but just, you know, if we're okay, then they'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And that, but that goes back to your, um, initial point of, um, making yourself a priority. Like no one's saying that when, um, if you, you find out that your child has, um, some sort of special need or there's something that it is different about them because, you know, as parents, when you have kids, you, you, we say we don't have no expectations, but we do. We expect for it to be easy, right? Um, and so when <laughs> right. something comes up, it's like, what? Like, so I, you know, I'm gonna encourage you, like, feel feel whatever you need to feel about it. I don't, you know, we're yeah. not saying like don't just hide your your whatever it is that you feel. You just have to acknowledge right. it. You know what I mean? Like me acknowledging to myself first that I felt guilty about him having it or these things or whatever it was that you feel guilty about for yourself. I think you have to acknowledge it so that you can do the work on yourself to realize that the same way God made you wonderful and he designed you perfectly. It's the same way he designed your child perfectly. There's a reason why they are the way they are. There's a reason. And that's a part of their story. And that's a part of their testimony of whatever, you know, whatever God's plan is for your child's life. This is a part of who they are. And so right. we have to embrace that because we want to be able to grow, you know, for them to grow up believing and knowing that they are just as important, just as special, just as wonderfully made as we are, you know? Right. And can I say this? Want to connect with me before the next episode drops? Come follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Selene Self Doubt. I can't wait to meet you. Now, when, and I'm going to be honest, like you said, we're not definitely not telling you how to feel about it because let me be honest with you. When I first found out that my son had autism spectrum disorder, I was sad about that Yeah. because like you said, as parents, we have expectations and we don't want our children really to be um, different from everybody else. You know, we don't want 
you know, our children to be picked on yeah. or just to stand out and, okay, laughed at and all of these different yep. things. You know, we want our children to what, what the world cons- uh, says to be normal like everybody else. Yeah. I was sad when I found that out about my child, I yeah. was, uh, my, my son, and even about my daughter. However, I had to just change my perception and my mindset and say, you know what? Okay, my babies are different. Yeah. However, that doesn't mean that they're uh, um, that they can't pursue their destiny yes. just because they're different. Yeah. They'll just have to go about it in a different way. Absolutely. I'll just have to revamp my thinking and and know how to support them in yeah. a different way. And so it's just all about, of course, feeling those emotions of what you feel as a parent when you when you see that there's something different about your child yes go through those emotions mm-hmm. however don't give up right there yeah don't say just because my child has this or that that they can't be productive citizens they yep. can't pursue their purpose don't just give up on them just because yeah. you find out that they have a diagnosis or they have some kind of physical um, deformity or, or whatever it yeah. is. Don't give up on your children because they need you and they're going to respond to your energy. And so I just had to revamp my mind and, and change my perception and say, okay, yeah, they're different. So I'm just going to have to work with them differently. I'm going to have to push, you know, um, them towards their strengths. And yeah. again, continue to work with those areas that they're weak in. So all in all, what I want to encourage every, you know, mom that's on here, that's deal that has a child with a developmental delay or a physical um, disability or uh, a mental illness, don't give up on your child. Yeah. Just learn how to work with them. It's going to be different. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have stressful moments. You're mm-hmm. going to get frustrated. You're going to get angry. You're going to cry. You're going to say, why God? You know, all of these things. Yeah. But don't give up on your babies. Yeah. Do so everything true. that you can do in yes. order to be a help and a support to your children. Yeah. And that's a good segue into my second question about how important um, self-care and support is. As as a parent, um, I know you mentioned earlier about advocacy and um, you're in Louisiana. Um, I'm in Maryland. Yes. So, uh, you know, we have people who listen all over the place. Are there some like general places? So, when I talk about self-care, self-care is mm-hmm. in regards to like, you know, yourself, uh, clearly self-care, <laughs> like what you do and how important that is. And then when we talk about support advocacy, like some general places that, cause every state has different things, but like where people can, uh, where they should at least start looking. Because like you said, initially some people know that there's things going on or know that their, their, their child is different, but they don't right. have steps to take. They don't know mm-hmm. um, what they should, what they should do to even see right. that's right because um you may you like your, the teacher you know especially if it's something that shows up in school if the teacher mm-hmm. may say something and you say oh no, that's not what happens at home you know but you want is at this point it's just you and the teacher you know right. or see like how do you insert that so let's uh let's first start mm-hmm. with the self-care why why it's important what do you do for self-care well, it's it's important for self care, not only for your own sanity, honestly. And I'm laughing, but I'm I'm being honest. Like 
it's so important for self-care because if you're not taking care of yourself, then you cannot effectively take care of your children. Yeah. You can't effectively take care of your marriage. Yeah. You can't be effective on your job, with your relationships, with your ministry, with your business. Yeah. If you're not taking care of yourself, you, you, you just won't be able to pour into others like you need to pour into them or just to, to, to pour into your purpose in the way that you need to. Yeah. Okay. So that is, I believe, just the number one purpose um, for self-care. Um, just making sure that you take care of yourself so that you won't go insane and so that your anxiety and your depression and your fear is not increasing. And so Uh you won't be somewhere shower on on the bathtub floor, the shower floor, crying, talking about you want to kill yourself. So it's very important, very important for self-care. Yeah. Okay. And and, and then I want to say this real quick, because I know some people, um, you know, some people are ashamed to take medication. Mm. I believe, and I have an audio journal if, um, and I'll tell you how you can get it for free um, at the end of my time here on today. But um, one thing in my audio journal, not only do I talk about self-care, you know, writing down those self-care things that you need to do, but I'm also talking about professional care, which is getting counseling yeah. as well as medication care. When I say medication care, some people have to take medication yes, ma'am. for their anxiety, for their depression mm-hmm. and, you know, all of these mental illnesses and psychological distresses that they are going through. And we should never make anybody feel bad yeah. for having to do what is best for them. Yes. So if you are somebody that's listening and you are having to take medication right now, it doesn't mean that you are not a person of faith Mm. it doesn't mean that you're not a person of value yes medication is just your way of getting the support you need in order to succeed in life yes so don't let anybody make you feel crazy about that yeah no i believe yeah that's important self-care yeah and so um some things that i do honestly for self-care i'll eat i'll eat me some chocolate (laughs) okay (laughs) but i love to um of course, Netflix and chill. Yes, I love ma'am. to spend time with my husband. I love to talk to, I have another sister. Um, I love to talk to her and just people in my family, just kind of, you know, staying close to family mm-hmm. and just really just taking some time to meditate. I love taking showers. Sometimes I make take sh- showers two or three times a day. I just love to drink tea. It just kind of settles my yeah. body. You know, so I just love um, working on projects. So those are some some self care things that I love to do. Yeah. Um, and the are, key that to that is stuff that makes you happy. Stuff right. that is not about everybody else. It's not about whatever. You know, sometimes I say, you know, my husband will be like, uh, we should watch something. Da, da, da. And I may be, especially, you know, we're in the midst of this uh COVID uh, season right yeah. now. Um, and I would like, today's not a good day for me, right? Like, I don't, you know, he like action packed stuff sometimes. And I'm like, my anxiety yeah. is already high. Yeah. I can't do it, bro. Not today. So I'm like, oh can we watch goodness. the whole mock channel? And he'd be like, what? <laughs> and I'd be Look. like, it's so terrible that it's so good. <laughs> can I be honest with you real quick? Because you said yes. it reminds me. My husband loves to watch Ozark. Okay, I do now, love I'll that movie. Sit down, that show. I'll sit down with him <laughs> on Netflix to watch Ozark, those episodes. But baby, after a, a about 
three, four, five episodes, I'm like, look, I can't watch no more because it's so, it's kind of got that dark, depressing yes, feel. Yeah, yeah. Always some craziness going on. I'm like, uh, you trying yeah. to kick some depression in. Right. I, I can't do it. Right. I had to so, watch yeah, those on like, good days. <laughs> yes. But like you said, doing those things that are good for you. Yeah. Because what is good for me may not be good for you. Yeah. Do yeah. what's good for you. And yeah, you got to find those things. Sometimes it's um, earlier in last year, I think. Yeah. Um, I had a therapist on who talked about, you know, the importance of emotional wellness. And she was just like, you know, um, one of the things that she suggested was taking a bath. And I was just like, really? And she was yeah. like, I mean, it's a whole mm. thing about you got to draw the water, wait for it. And then you got to, cause you ain't going to get right out. And I was like, yeah. And then I was just like, Man, I started doing it and was mm-hmm. like, this is my time to myself. This is my time to just like yeah. listen to whatever music I want to listen to, think. I would and I would just it, I would just be at peace in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, just like this mm-hmm. is my time. And I would when I was doing it, I stopped I stopped doing it just because this whole thing, this whole season just kind of threw me off a little bit. But um I realized on this past week, I was like, I need to get back to doing that because it it also set the tone for my week. Like when I did it and I felt like at peace, like having a good night's rest, I was able to start Monday off with a better mindset and I was like more productive. And, yeah. You know, I was like, I know it sounds crazy mm-hmm. taking the, you know, like sitting in the bathtub on Sunday, but I, it worked for me, right? It may not work oh, for somebody no. else, yeah, but it worked it. for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. So where, so what are some ways that people can get support for themselves or even for their children if they're in this, um, in this type of situation of having a child with? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So if you know there's something different uh, about your child, the first thing that you would do is take your child to your, to their pediatrician. Okay. Let the pediatrician know, um, about the concerns that you have, the things that you are seeing. Then request for, well, if the, the, the um, pediatrician may, you know, look and, you know, give you the advice of what you should do. Of course, I, I have two different instances because my children are on two different spectrums. So say, for instance, with my son, okay, if you okay. have a child with a developmental delay, autism, you take them to the pediatrician, you let the pediatrician know this is what is going on. The pediatrician will most likely um, refer you to a specialist. Okay. Make sure that you are, um, that you know the name of the specialist you're keeping in touch so that you can uh, have an appointment set. Make your appointment. They will do an assessment. Um, they will go from there to let you know what is, you know, the diagnosis of your child. Again, for my son, autism. Then um, what they will do is they will tell you a list of maybe agencies. You know, okay. for my son, it was an, uh, an agency that, that worked with autistic children. Okay. okay, so you'll go there and you'll begin your sessions. Your child will begin the sessions with ever, you know, agency that deals with autism. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if your child, like my child, he has a texture issue. He doesn't, he only thing he eats is oatmeal. If he puts anything that is tougher than oatmeal in his mouth, he could choke. So mm. then you would refer to, um, you would have the doctor to refer you to maybe a nutritionist, somebody that can help him with his texture issues, yeah. with his chewing, all of those different things. But the first thing that you would do is go to the doctor. Yeah. Uh, the doctor will assess and then send you to a specialist. You make those appointments. You do what the, the specialist recommends. Yeah. You, may, you may have an OT that comes in your home, a speech therapist that yeah. may come in your home. You know, all of these kind of things. So 
just make sure that you're um staying up weekly with your appointments and and and, and staying in communication with all of the individuals that, that are going to be working with your children yeah now if i can real quickly my daughter that's a whole different case okay ADHD is considered under the mental mental health, um, the mental illness spectrum. Oh, so again, okay. you would take your child to the pediatrician. You would say, this is what I'm saying. This is what her teachers are saying. Your, your doctor would give you a form. Now, this is in Louisiana. I don't know about anywhere else. A doctor would give you a form. Mm -hmm. He would tell two forms, one for the teacher, one for you. The teacher would fill theirs out. You would fill their, yours out take it back to the doctor according to the form they will assess it and be able to diagnose your child from there you okay. can either get your child counseling you can either put your child on medication my daughter is not on any medication um and she doesn't have a counselor you know we just work with her it takes okay. a lot of patience mm -hmm. so um and then you'll be able to get the resources that you will need. You'll make sure, make sure that you are in communication with the school. Let them know, hey, this is what my child is diagnosed with. We need to set a plan in place for her. Okay. That will set a special education plan in place for her at first so that they can do evaluations. Then if there's, uh, if it seems like what the diagnosis is, isn't um her grades are not picking up then they will go into an individualized education plan uh, doing an evaluation for that to see okay. if they qualify and then go from there so um that's kind of i'm quickly saying it but that's kind of in the gist but the yeah. first place that you want to start Let's with if you notice a difference in your child yeah. go to the pediatrician and they will guide you from there yeah i think that that's very i'm glad that you say that because you know even as adults, our first response to anything being wrong with us is Google. And so do not go to Google. Right. That's not, you do not, don't do that because it'll throw you off, right? Or you'll, you, you may not, not necessarily believe whatever it is they say. And so you may be like, uh, you know, I maybe or that's you not may be misdiagnosed or you misdiagnose and say, well, I looked it up and I thought that this was, it is, it's just this. We just need to start doing that. You have to be able, right. it's about doing the work. It's the same thing for yourself. You know, you have to do the work. If you notice that, right. The steps that you are taking, you, there's some things that we can do ourselves that we can say, okay, let me see if this helps. You know, there may be some remedies depending on what it is that you say, I'm going to try See, but once you notice that things are different, you know, again, mm -hmm. whether it's with your children or with you, you go to the doctor and you, you tell the truth, you tell the whole truth so that they can properly help you because leaving stuff out could mess up their progress as well. Um, and I would just say that, you know, I know you were saying like, um, just different agencies, different places, every mm -hmm. area, every state, most, I'm sure most schools have the resources that each parent needs for their child. You just have to right. be an advocate. And I do mm -hmm. know, um, even personally for myself, that there's some agencies within the Metro the um, DC, Maryland, Virginia metropolitan area, would they have people who are advocates for your kids? Mm -hmm. like, right. If you feel like that you don't know, you can reach out to a resource to advocate for your child because right. sometimes the parents don't get hurt. But if there's somebody like Jackie on your team who already know, and she can be like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Let me go call up mm -hmm. uh, Ms. Johnson. Let me tell you about such and such. And, and, the, and that's what, that's a part of the support. So get your support, 
figure out whatever it is that you need so that you're able to be able to do what's best for yourself and also for your kids. Right. And if I can say this real quick, um, of course, down here in Louisiana, we have an agency called Families Helping Families. Okay. They're real good for helping you to advocate for your child in the school system. However, I would also encourage you, if you're a parent and you're a little bit shy about what you need to do for your child, connect your child with a wraparound agency. Mm. Because this is what a wraparound agency will do. They will take you under their program, especially if your child is having, you know, mental Ill, mental challenges, illnesses, you know, dealing with depression, anger, you know, kids deal with so much. Yeah, they do. So, um, or developmental delay, what they'll do is they'll take you under their agency, especially if you are somebody with um, Medicaid. Um, They'll take you under their agency and they'll help you to find a counseling agency for your child. They'll make sure that a counselor is assigned um, and they'll keep the counselor, make sure that the counselor is accountable to meeting with that child weekly. Oh, good. Not just that, they'll make sure um, that if your ca- child is on medication, they'll ma- make sure that, you know, keeping you accountable with medication management for your child, they, oh, they can assign awesome. a youth support for the child, a parent support for the parent, respite, you know, for the child, you know, for the home, all of these different things that they can um help you out with it's like creating a team for that child so if you need some some kind of help somebody to help advocate for you and your child and get things in order connect your child to a wraparound agency and they'll be able to help with that that's good i i definitely appreciate that and i'm sure there's other parents out here that would appreciate that as well because like you like you said if you don't know what you don't know but once you know you just have to do the work so um, how can people connect with you if they want to reach out to you to help with coaching or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just get some advice, some, you know, your services and those things, how can they get in contact with you? So it's very simple right now. I have an app, a a MWWMHS coaching app on the Apple store and Google play. If you go, you can download it for free sign up and you will have free access to all of the empowering messages I have on there, motivational resources, and you'll, you'll be able to have a free coaching consultation with me. You'll be able to contact me, different things like that. So that's, that's the simple thing. Um, I'm also on IG and Facebook under MWW mental health coaching. But if you go to that app, you will have free access to um, my books. You will have free access to 10 ways to reduce stress. You will have, you know, affirmation lists, you know, every, everything that That will empower you, encourage you is right there in that app. Now I have a a different little online store. If you go there, you will have to pay for things separately. But if you simply download that app, everything is in there for free. It's going to be right there. That is It's going to be right there for you. That is awesome. Well, I will definitely put that information in the show notes because um, I am quite sure that there are people who are going to be reaching out to use your services to be able to really uh, grow because this is, you know, I tell y'all all the time, this is a journey. It doesn't stop at just like having awareness or um, having uh, like knowing that you have something going on or knowing that you want to do. It's about actually doing the work. And so you right. are going to have, you have, 
I use these opportunities to be able to connect you all with people who can help you in different areas so that you are able to be your best self for yourself, for your family, for the people that you are to be connected with so that you can be, it's about your whole being. It's not just about one part of you. You have to be able to work on everything. And as you grow in other areas, you may notice that, hey, I might need a little bit more growth in this area as well. So um, I am grateful that you um, decided to be on the show. I'm so happy you shared all this information with us. You got me all the way together. You was letting us know about ourselves, (laughs) keeping it, getting the I was like, oh, she's in here preaching a word here real quick. Um, I am so appreciative, Jacqueline, for you being able to be on the Slant Self Doubt podcast. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, girl. All right, y'all. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Until next week, see ya.